You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Maybe you've heard of OAFC, Ongoing Ambassadors for Christ, before, or maybe this is something new, and excited to share their story with you today. Joining us today, Pastor Timothy Miller of St. John's Lutheran Church in New Minden and St. Luke's Lutheran Church in Covington, Illinois. Pastor Miller, thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Well, what a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Also joining us today, Pastor Jeffrey Nairt of Our Redeemer Lutheran Church in Greenville, Illinois, and Business Manager for Ongoing Ambassadors for Christ. Pastor Nairt, thanks for being our guest. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So what is Ongoing Ambassadors for Christ? Pastor Miller, would you like to share that with us? Yeah, well, Ongoing Ambassadors for Christ is 50 years old. It started in 1970 by Pastor Fred Darko in Minnesota. And at that time, there were groups from our Concordias called Ambassadors for Christ, and uh, they would have these these evangelism weekends that the colleges would put on. They'd go out into one of the congregations and do a weekend of, of witnessing and singing, and and it was such a terrific we- weekend that uh, Pastor Darko said, we'd like to have something like this in an ongoing way and something not just for college kids, but also for high school youth. So he started Ongoing Ambassadors for Christ there in Minnesota. And it's a, a it's sort of a hybrid between an evangelism program and a youth program. It's not easily pigeonholed into one or the other, but it's a, a program for serving congregations coming in and, and helping them with... Uh, sharing the good news of Jesus in their community. So what's important about training youth to witness? Well, you know, when kids go through confirmation, we talk a lot about, uh, oh, you need to share your faith. You need to confess Christ before others. That's even in the, the confirmation vows. But we, we don't do very much on a practical way to help kids learn how to do that. And many who have been involved with OEFC have found that it's a, a tremendous tool for helping them actually learn to to speak out loud what they have learned and, and believe in their heart. And it, it gives them that lifelong skill and, and confidence to do so. Why is that important to you as a pastor? You, you mentioned that, that connection with uh, confirmation. How have you seen this uh, help youth in your congregation? Yeah. Um, actually, uh, when we've had weekends available, I have really made it an, an incentive for my confirmation students to attend a weekend. I give them uh, credit for that. Uh, they don't have to come, but they can earn a lot of credit just by coming to a weekend uh, because it's uh, uh, such a good way to give them practice and give them the joy of sharing their faith, which, which they wouldn't have otherwise. Hmm. So you mentioned a weekend. What takes place in a typical ongoing Ambassadors for Christ weekend? Well, uh, students or I should say the youth and some adults 
uh, gather on Friday evening, usually about seven o'clock, and uh, start out with some some activities just to get to one get to know one another because typically some have traveled from some distance to take part and uh, to kind of integrate the the visitors with the members of the host church. Uh, there's some some singing. Uh, OFC has a a songbook with some songs that are very gospel-centered and easy to sing. There's a, a Bible study uh, and a very uh, informal, but one where the, the youth actually participate and not just sit and listen. Then the kids go home with a, a host family and spend, spend the night with a family from the congregation. They come back Saturday morning for some more singing, some more Bible study, uh, some training. And one of the most important parts of the weekend is actually going out into the communi- community on Saturday, usually maybe for an hour or two in the morning and again in the afternoon, and conducting a religious survey in the, in the neighborhood of the, of the church, visiting a nursing home uh, on Sunday morning. They'll go home with their host Saturday night then and Sunday morning, come back and participate in the worship service and uh, Sunday school and Bible class of the congregation and finish with a, a noon meal on Sunday. And then everybody has an emotional farewell and, and goes their way. Um, I've got a couple stories that I can share about a weekend we had that kind of give an insight to what impact it has for the congregation and also the community. Sure, we'd love to hear them. Um, the first one is real quick, is that uh, a lot of people were thinking maybe this would grow our congregation to a very quick start by by going out and doing this canvas. And the reality is we didn't get a whole lot of uh, growth out of having the weekend, not growth in the sense of numbers, but the growth in the sense of the church coming together to put this together and the impact it had on the members seeing the youth go out and share their faith, there was tremendous growth in that area. The other story is when um, we went to a nursing home, we handed out what they call good news cards, which is John 3.16, but it has a blank where you can put the person's name in it instead of the world. And the youth went out and they did this as we were visiting the nursing home. And then about two weeks later, I got a call from a parent who um, said that their grand, their their child who did a witness card witnessed with one of the persons who passed away two weeks later. And that lady, before she passed away, had that witness card in her hands. Hmm. Wow. That's a powerful story. Yeah. What is what is some of the feedback from the participants, uh, some of the youth that participate in, in these weekends? Well, the impact on the youth, I mean, it's always been uh, funny to see who gets more out of it, the youth or the host congregation or the people you visit uh, or minister to in the community. There's There's benefits all the way around. And some of the youth have found this as a uh, kind of a springboard into church work. Uh, I have four sons and they were all involved in ongoing ambassadors for Christ in one 
extent to one extent or the other. And the two of them ended up going into church work. Uh, one is a pastor and one went into Lutheran teaching. And I was talking to them about this and they said, you know, it, it enabled us to try out some things that church workers get to do. Things like praying out loud in front of a group or facilitating a Bible study or uh, talking to a stranger, um, putting together a, a personal testimony. These these things, they, they kind of get to try them out. And, and, you know, the Holy Spirit uses that to give them that unique joy and uh, they'd like more. And so there's a lot of church workers in our Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod that came through ongoing ambassadors for Christ. And uh, I believe it, it nurtured them along that, that way. What do you hope for the future of ongoing ambassadors for Christ? Pastor Nairt? Well, um, right now, our, our greatest hope is that the Lord will provide us the executive director that we're, we're looking forward to to move the ongoing ambassadors on. And um, that's why we're trying to see how many people we can reach out to that may have the skills and the heart to be an executive director and find the one that's going to drive that mission of reaching out to the loss through ongoing ambassadors. Um, it can impact the church many ways, especially the youth and the relationships that can be future church workers. What are you looking for in an executive director? The, the executive director we're looking for uh, doesn't necessarily have to be an ordained minister, but they need to be theologically trained. They need to have a handle on understanding what kind of society we're in, and maybe how to, to use the tools that are now available to think outside the box and yet still be doctrinally sound and being able to attach that to the mission heart of the youth and how that can create a, a opportunity for evangelism in a, in a matter of a, a world that we live in. Pastor Miller, what are your hopes for uh, ongoing ambassadors for Christ in the future? Well, I have six grandchildren, and I benefited from OFC when I was in high school already. Uh, my four sons have, and I would sure love for my grandchildren to have the opportunity as well. My oldest one is in third grade, so uh, we got a little bit of time there. But um, and and for the people in the in the congregations and. Um, and uh, people who may be within the, the shadow of the steeples of our churches, but are not in contact with anybody in the congregation for one reason or the other. And, uh, uh, you know, these community surveys are, are one way to cover some more ground and, and talk to more people in the community around that church. Pastor, how can we learn more about Ongoing Ambassadors for Christ? There is an Ongoing Ambassadors website that um, that has all the information that you'd ever want to know. And all you have to do is 
go to your Google engine and type in capital O-A-F-C uh, for Christ, and it'll take you right to the to the website. But um, the other way of reaching out is looking at the reporter that's going to be coming out in November that's going to have information about the executive director and what we're looking for. So there's some information that uh, people can gather by looking at these resources. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you both today, learning more about Ongoing Ambassadors for Christ. You can find more at oafc.org. Our guest today, Pastor Jeffrey Nairt of Our Redeemer Lutheran Church in Greenville, Illinois, business manager for Ongoing Ambassadors for Christ. Pastor Nairt, thanks for being our guest. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And Pastor Timothy Mueller of St. John's Lutheran Church in New Minden and St. Luke's Lutheran Church in Covington, Illinois. Pastor Miller, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Blessings to you, Andy and Sarah. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golza. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.